Hey guys, welcome to uh, the Bulletproof Vest. Uh, I think this is like episode four. Um, fitting that it's on, on July 4th. So uh, today we're going to tell my origin story. And uh, if you hear fireworks in the background, just know that they're, they're cheering me on out in my front lawn uh, at 9.40 at night when my kids are trying to go to sleep. So it, it's going to work out really good for us. But um, some of you may have heard this story, but I, I'm going to bet that most of you don't know it. Um, so I guess we should say that, that my foray into the fitness industry and how I developed my current way of training and, and, and eating was really from go, not something that I would have ever expected uh, to, 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 to do or, or where my life was taken. Now, uh, I graduated from high school in 96 and went straight into the United States Army, which I guess you could argue uh, is, is, is fitness oriented and that I exercise a lot. But in terms of nutrition or even uh, a common sense, practical way or functional way of fitness was not even close. So if we fast forward through the Army, through basic, through airborne school, through the 82nd, through me getting out of the Army, going to National Guard and getting uh, deployed, actually, after I was in the Guard to Kosovo, this is where a big moment happened. So a couple things happened in Kosovo that, that drove me down the fitness realm. Uh, the first thing was one of my men approached me one day with a muscle and fitness magazine. And inside this muscle and fitness magazine uh, was an advertisement for a personal training certification. And he says, hey, Sergeant Fest, how about we become trainers when we get back to the States? And funny enough, uh, you know, I, I said yes. I don't, I don't to this day really know why. It, it, was, it was a whim. Um, but so... Kevin Long, who's still out there, who's still working and training and lifting heavy, I know. Uh, I should thank you for getting me involved in, in training. Um, that was the first thing that happened. I, I studied with him. We, we got, our, got our training certificates. But then the second thing that was happening was more of a thing that stuck in my head and maybe wasn't always there in the front until later on in my years. But one day we were, uh, my squad was tasked to <laughs> try to find or hunt down this um, this murderer who escaped from a, a city called Jalan and, and and fled to this village that was like on the side of a mountain. I use mountain loosely. It wasn't like a tall, huge mountain, but it was a much bigger than a hill, I guess. And in searching through these houses that that night, um, we were working closely with the Kosovo police force because obviously we, we didn't speak the same language. Um, but we're going house to house, and it was somewhere around 2 a.m. in the morning. And uh, we knock on this one door and this old gentleman opens the door. Uh, now, he was every bit of 75 years old. Um, and as I look into his, his, his house where he lived, the, the main floor of it, which was the only floor of it, actually it looked like a poured concrete basement floor. And it had one stove pipe coming down the center with a stove. And off in the right corner was the bed where his wife was shuffling around. Um, and it was on the floor. It was just a mattress on the floor. There was some kind of kitchenette thing and then what I assume was a bathroom to the left. But I, I just got, I caught a glimpse of it as it opened and he comes out and he shaked my hand. Shaked my hand. It's great English. He shook my hand with this, with, with just a firm grip and he was nothing but smiles. And he's talking to the interpreter and the interpreter's talking to him. And this guy had a white wife beater on. He had boxer shorts on and I could see his well-muscled shoulders. He had calves that were just screaming and nice strong quads. And I was just like, wow, this guy's awesome. But even more than that, as he's talking to the interpreter, he looks over to the right of his house, and there was this, I don't know, I guess it was a big piece of sheet metal or something that, that was not in a place that he was happy it was. So in mid-sentence, while he's talking to this guy, to, to one of the, to, to the police interpreter, and uh, or the police or interpreter, I'm not sure, 
But uh, he bends over into this full squat, grabs this giant sheet of metal, picks it up over his head, and slams it on top of this pile, and then puts his hands on his hips and goes back to having a conversation with us. And, and that set, that, that moment set with me so hard that that, that, whoa, that 75-year-old guy right there, that was how I wanted to be when I got older. And it kind of just set in the back of my mind, right? So then I fast forward. I redeploy from Kosovo and come to Buffalo to live with my fiance, who was going to become my wife very shortly, and get a job as a personal trainer. Now, um, when I walked in to the Gold's Gym in, in Lancaster, New York, I had a shiny, you know, personal training certificate that I was I was super happy with. I mean, I was very proud of the work that I did to get it. And I walked into the uh, guy that was the head of the PT department. What's up, Jim Toldy? We're still friends, actually, on Facebook to this day. And he he let me, uh, he essentially, when he looked at my, uh, my training certificate, he basically laughed in my face. Um, he told me it was a, a crap certificate and kind of gave me a hard time, but liked what I said and liked how I interacted with, with him and, I, and, and, and was, was kind enough to give me a job. And that's how it all started. Okay, so, so yeah, so I just got hired. Thanks again, Jim. At any rate, um, so now the way I trained my clients back then, you know, it, it really was nothing revolutionary. Um, I mean, we're t- talking almost 15 years ago, and it's, it, was, it was probably the predominant way to exercise 15 years before that, and it, and it, and it probably still is. Um, you know, it's the, it's the doing Monday, Wednesday, Friday training, cardio on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, um, training muscle groups, isolating muscle groups to hopefully make them get bigger and look better, and then putting yourself on a restrictive caloric diet so that you ultimately end up looking, you know, like, like a bodybuilder. Uh, and that was the way my... My certification focused on that, you know, periodization um, and, and, and all this stuff that, that, that worked when you apply it perfectly. You know, I, I don't want to take anything away from, from bodybuilders. I have friends that are bodybuilders. I think it's magnificent what they do to their bodies. Um, and, and that was how I trained my clients back then. You know, if you were my client, I'm going to see you personally three times a week. I expect you to come to the gym at least five times so you can get you know, five sessions of cardio in along with the three sessions of resistance training that I would take you through. Um, and it sounded great. And there, there are, there's absolutely plenty of evidence that training like that uh, will, will make you look better. Um, as long as, of course, you, you, can, you can eat a proper caloric-restricted diet. Um, and then, you know, and as I got the clients that did and complied with that, you know, they'd see a good change in their body and they continue to pay me. And it made me feel good and they felt good and it was wonderful. Now, the side note to that is this, of course, is how I trained myself, you know, and, and while I, I did genuinely really enjoy the feeling of working out, you know, how my muscles burned, but honestly, after, you know, 15 or 16 years, I think, of, of training that way, um, it, it, how do I say this, I mean, I, I didn't love it, you know, I didn't love it. Um, I didn't crave the next workout. I wasn't, you know, excited to go to the gym and do my own stuff the next day. Um, I didn't want to be training for 90 minutes or two hours. Uh, I, I sort of heckle machine, even though, quote, it's good on my knees, you know. But I thought 
you know, and, and even my education at the time, it told me that the, the look that I wanted to attain, that the generation of guys that grew up with me knew we were supposed to look like this, right? Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, Jean-Claude Van Damme. That's how they all trained. That's how I needed to train, you know? And I just, I simply wasn't getting the results that these guys did. Now, I'm, I, you know, I did not work as hard as I should have probably. You know, I wasn't consistent enough with the diet. Um, um, but there's also a side note that after... After training that way for, for a while and, and, and thinking that way for a while, I felt in my heart that there just had to be a better way to train, you know, uh, a way that made sense to my body, a way that mimicked normal life or, or, you know, improved my daily movement patterns rather than just made me look good. And, and I'll be honest, I, I, I had no idea what that way was, you know, you know, and I outwardly, I was super confident to my clients, uh, to my family you know, and I made sure I encouraged them and I was supportive and helpful to the people I trained. And I was right there when they needed me to be, you know, they, they wanted me to counsel them. I, I counseled them. I did whatever I could, but on the inside guys, I was, I was terrified. You know, I was, I was afraid that I, I was never going to accomplish the look that I quote should have. Right. I was never going to have the washboard abs. I was never going to, you know, look like a male fitness model. You know, I was at this stage of my life where here I am a personal trainer. It's my job to make people look and feel better. And I, I couldn't take my shirt off in front of people. You know, I never wanted to I'd go to the beach. I was always embarrassed. I didn't want to go to hot tub parties or pool parties. You know, my wife still to this day is incredibly fit and was incredibly fit then. You know, and, and there wasn't a moment back then where I wouldn't see her and, 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 and just wish that I could look better. I mean, do you guys understand what it feels like to love one, someone so much, you know, but, but, but honest in your bones feel like you're not worthy to be with them just because of how you look. You know, I, I still look back at the pictures of me then and I, and I just, I wonder how the hell I got so lucky to have her, you know, I'm fortunate, right? And just as this would happen though, you know, I got a call one day from my little brother and uh, introduced me to a, a way of training my body that would change my life forever. You know, on the phone, he says, he says, Rob, he goes, you've got to check out this thing called CrossFit. Now, after, after he talked to me and kind of explained a little bit what it was, basically he said, you just need to look it up. You just need to Google it. You know, I Googled it. I found it and then spent hours over the next eight years, basically <laughs> pouring over their website. Um, a lot of the stuff on there though made no sense to me whatsoever. There were movements I wasn't familiar with. There were time domains, uh, you know, time domains like how, how long the workouts are taking that, that I had no idea, uh, what they were. But I, what I did know though, is the dudes and the ladies that were doing these workouts, I mean, they were in ridiculous shape and they were moving so fast and they were moving so strong and, 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 and just looked phenomenal doing what they were doing. I was like, I've got to give this a try. So my first CrossFit experience, believe it or not, was a benchmark workout called Fran. Now, uh, th that workout involves two movements. One is a, a, a front squat with a press that they call a thruster. And the other is, is, is a pull-up. And uh, it, it consists of doing, you know, 90 repetitions total. And when I got done with it, it took me 11 minutes and 31 seconds, and y'all, I, I felt like I had just sprinted for three miles. I could not believe how these two seemingly non-cardio exercises could make my heart blow up and make me feel like I'd been sprinting. You know, I didn't understand as much about movement as I did back then, but it just, it, it was incredible to me. And then maybe the, even, even more so was that three days later, 
my legs felt like I'd gone through a heavy squat routine. And, and it's just like, I learned trial by fire that proper intensity is way, way better than volume. Way better than volume. Um, you know, it, it, it certainly was not your grandma's cardio, right? <laughs> but, it was, but it was incredible, you know? So I, my paradigm shifted that day. And I, it, as much as I thought I knew about training, I, I felt like this way was clearly better. Um, you know, so I, I began to kind of secretly do this CrossFit thing in the back of Gold's gym. Now, it's funny that, that when, when things seem to come together in some part of your life, you get offered other opportunities that just take things and just throw a wrench in your whole work, right? So within the same year after I just started getting into CrossFit or moving like I was into CrossFit, I get offered a job uh, that is a huge, huge rise in pay to, to operate one of the most successful Taekwondo schools in, in, in Buffalo, New York, and find out that I'm going to be a dad, you know, all in the same year. So it's, it's like, just as I was building some traction in, in my personal fitness, boom, I, I got all this other stuff, right? Stress level, level 4,000, you know, eating good was, you know, not really, I don't want to say thrown out the window. It wasn't that I was just, you know, living it, 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 Arby's and fast food restaurants, but I was definitely eating worse than I had before. Um, but I, but I was doing my best to train often. Um, as a matter of fact, what ends up happening though was that I got a job where I'm working 60 hours a week. I'm watching my baby grow up on Facebook. I'm training in Taekwondo. I'm training at the gym. I'm teaching Taekwondo and basically I'm overtraining. I'm, I'm, I'm just beating the crap out of myself and I'm not eating perfect. And then boom, a few years later, I get another baby along the way. And here I am, you know, eight or nine years into being a personal trainer slash Taekwondo instructor. And I'm 208 pounds. I don't have abs. I don't look great. And I don't feel great, you know. In truth, I, I just thought if I could, you know, train for seven or eight, nine, 10, 12 hours a week that I could outwork a bad diet. And uh, how I looked and how I felt told me differently. <laughs> you know, it, it told me differently. Now, on the th my 32nd birthday, I started a, um, a blog called Living Healthy in Buffalo and was struck with this kind of moment of realizing through speaking to, with a friend of mine who's kind enough to share with me how they ate um, and kind of smack me in the head and say, you know, what are you doing to yourself? You know, you're, you're preaching this one thing to, to your members of Taekwondo, to the clients that I was running a small personal training business with, and even uh, to myself in the mirror at times, but you're not following through with it. You know, you're not following through with it and gave me a simple thing of here's how we should eat. So I, I start this blog and, and, and decide how about I, we do this 30 day eating challenge. And I incorporated this 30 days of eating paleo at the same time with a, a much better work to rest ratio of, of three days of exercise and, and one day of rest very consistently. And man, my, my body just began to change through these simple functional training exercises and movements, uh, compound exercises, ways that, that mimic natural movement and putting food in my body that nourished it, 
my body changed, man. I went, uh, you know, in the first three months of eating that way, I went from 208 pounds down to 188 uh, pounds. On my, on my, on my blog, I got a picture of what I looked like, you know, when I started, and then then ones a couple years later that, uh, but it was just, it was just incredible, you know. And I think maybe the takeaway point here is that it wasn't until I started training to perform better and consistently applying nutrition principles together that my body really started to change, really started to change. So I hope that story did a little bit to, 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 to give you some insight on, on how I started working out and how I started training differently. Um, and and into, into the post to come, we'll dive into, you know, how the specifics of the training regimen or, or this, 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 this workout program that I'm developing. Um, I'm just excited to share things with you and I hope you guys have a good night. I think I've rambled on long enough. Sleep well, Buffalo. I hope the fireworks don't keep you guys awake.